Hi, I'm Dolores Quintana, and I would like to welcome you to the very first episode of my new podcast. It's called Burnt Orange Dreams, and you might be asking yourself, well, what is Burnt Orange Dreams about? Um, Well, it's about anything and everything that I feel passionate about. So sometimes it might be about film, sometimes it might be about music, sometimes it might be about food or politics or whatever it is that... I want to talk about. So this first episode is an interview with Noah Segan. He's an actor, but now he is also a writer and a director with his new film, Blood Relatives. Here you go. Okay, cool. So Blood Relatives is now on Shudder. I believe it started uh, uh, streaming yesterday, correct? Yes. Yeah. On the 22nd, Tuesday, the 22nd, just in time mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, it's perfect or timing. Thanksgiving, as we are calling it. Oh, I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> it's like we're not quite letting Halloween go. Well, you know, this Thanksgiving, not just your family sucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? I once I saw the tag because I, I, I saw the film at Beyond Fest, you know, in like the you know festival screening series. I I was at Fantastic Fest too, but a, the Fantastic Fest screening was totally sold out, and I could not get into it. So I went at Beyond Fest, and it was a great screening, uh, in my opinion. So I just wanted to um, say that when I I saw the the tagline. Families, I said, I can really relate to that. So, yeah, it's it, it's an instant like, boom. It's funny, but it's true. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you. Um, you know, there's a lot to the film. You know, it, it had it kind of takes like um, vampirism as kind of a, a metaphor or a symbol for uh, the loss of identity, in my opinion. And, um, but also like finding family in, um, ways that are non-traditional because, you know, when people think of like family, you think, okay, your parents, your grandparents, your siblings, your, you know, maybe some cousins, but, you know, blood ties. But I think that the film kind of, you know, also introduces the idea that you can find and and make family as well even though like blood relations are the most important so what where did you come up with the idea uh the idea for the film or or sort of for that that dynamic well let why don't we start with um the idea for the film you know, the, the idea for the movie really came from, from becoming a, a, a parent, you know, and uh, uh, sort of comparing, you know, the life that I had lived, which, you know, was one kind of vampire life where I got to stay up late and drive my cool car around and, you know, and, 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 and wear my leather jacket and think that I was, uh, you know, a real, a real cool guy to you know being a dad (laughs) up in the middle of the night and you know and 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 burping a baby and um you know and trying to uh 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 you know stay up at 3 a.m with a bottle in my hand um and and sort of 
reconciling those two things as um, as both lovely things and as both true things, and to mm-hmm. sort of you know not not look at um, not look at it as 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 who I am today being better or worse than who I was back then, just different, but they're both me. Yeah. Which, you know, kind of also, it's about your identity, like, because when you become a parent, it it is kind of like that shift of um, your identity of the before and after. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's an adjustment. And maybe... And maybe it's not, e- and it's not easy because yeah, you, that's who you were. It, it, it's just, it's, it's a, it's an entirely different thing. Yeah. So yeah. about the second half of the question, um, what do you think about, um, about that? You know, I made this statement about like the themes and, and what's going on in your film. Do you disagree? What do you think about it? Well, I think, you know, th- thematically, it felt like it became really important to, you know, connect these people and to connect them over that familial tie. But, you know, I, I appreciate and I think, you know, you're absolutely right that, you know, whether our family is related to us by blood or or, or they're people that we've chosen, it really becomes how we treat them and how we mm-hmm. trust them. Um, and so there are relationships in the movie you know, there's a relationship that that Francis, the the character that I play, a vampire character, mm-hmm. um, has with uh, an older woman who he's known for 60 years, who you know treats him with a familiarity and with a trust. You know, he has a trust for her that is a familial level of trust, and so she's able to kind of give him some truth that mm-hmm. might otherwise be hard to swallow. And I think, you know, that's a great example that of, of sort of the, the concept of family is a, is a very um, big umbrella. And it was, it was a nice chance to be able to a little bit here and there sort of sh- try to show as many different colors of that as I could. Yeah. And I think you did a really good job in particular, like the scene between you and the older woman, it, it's very sweet and touching. And it, it's not the only part of that that's it. But at the same time, you're mixing the tones with like the comedy because mm. absolutely there's some comedy. And and you do you have any like I know because I heard you speak at uh, Beyond Fest, but I was just wondering if you would um, elaborate on like what some of your touchstones were for like um, or templates for the film that you made. If there are any films that were your big influences, you know, the biggest influence was Paper Moon, which mm-hmm. is a road trip movie about a father mm-hmm. and a daughter. And yeah. um, uh, it's one of my favorite films and um, and a great genre movie. It's not a spooky movie. It's a sort of a heist movie, a crime movie uh, yeah. and a period piece, you know, but uh, just sort of seeing how that dynamic could play out in a genre film. It was very inspiring um, mm-hmm. and, and visually inspiring as well. Tonally, uh, you know, the two big ones for me were Blood Simple and Raising Arizona, the, the two first films by the Coen brothers. And, yeah. um, and those movies sort of both share, you know, tonally they're, they're often different, but also there's a certain absurdity that I think we've come to, find from the Coens that even though they're playing within genre, they're not 
afraid of being self-aware. They're not afraid of being referential. And, um, and that kind of made me feel comfortable in terms of doing that. So, you know, th- those were not necessarily horror movies. There were, there were some spooky movies and vampire movies that inspired me near dark ganja and Hess, um, you know, uh, uh, the hunger, um, uh, Martin, of course, Martin was a yeah. big one, George Romero's Martin, um, trouble every day, the Claire Denis film. Uh, but as far as sort of the, the kind of the non-genre sort of tonal story aspects, you know, is Paper Moon and 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 a lot of Cohen's. Yeah, I, and I could definitely see that. I can definitely see the near dark in there as well, because uh, I was just just to kind of give myself a sample right before I spoke with you. I I turned the film on and I was like going through certain things, and it's and it it does have a lovely cameo from uh, Josh Rubin in there. I, which, which, uh, I think it was, it, it's, uh, yeah, I don't want to give it away because, you know, I, I want people to experience it because I think that's part of it. But it was, it's, the film is, you know, it's, it kind of like is very balanced between like, you know, heartfelt things and things that are funny. You know, oh, I not, appreciate that. Not like slapstick pratfall most of the time, but, you know, um, just, humor in the situation and um with this since you did write the script as well um how did you did you find it easy to like balance those two tones uh you know i i don't know that that i um I don't know that 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 I found it easy. <laughs> nothing is easy <laughs> when you're making yeah. a movie. Surprisingly, yeah. nothing is easy. Um, uh, uh, I um, I think that I just I found that I, I I felt like I knew those tones. I felt like I knew the tone that I was going for, and mm-hmm. then it was just sort of a question of okay, can you achieve it? And then you know, the sort of the the fingers crossed prayer that you're going to make it work when it's all put together. Right. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, part of the conceit of the movie is that you're like, well, now I'm being really honest and sincere. And now I'm being sort of silly and snarky. And now there's a vampire and now there's a road trip. And it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot to ask of an audience. Um, And uh, you know, there, there, you really got to, got to kind of go along with it. And uh, the one thing that was really important to me was just to try to make decisions that made people smile because I always felt like whether or not you're into vampires or whether or not you're into a road movie or some weird, you know, father, daughter coming of age story, if you're smiling and you're finding it humorous, you're not going to turn it off. You know, I, I've turned off a lot of movies for a lot of reasons, but the Mm -hmm. hope was, is that if people are smiling, they're going to keep you know, keep watching. Yeah. So, I mean, you're doing a lot of work in this film, you know, you wrote it, you directed it, you're one of the lead actors. How did you, um, I mean, that's like, I said, it's a lot of work. Um, did you find it difficult or how did you work with the actors when, you know, you were also, you know, directing the, you're directing the film and you're crafting your own performance. Well, the, the good thing was, I think I mentioned this, that, you know, there was a sort of sense that everybody felt unified by the script. Um, there mm-hmm. was a, a lot of support for the script, which was nice because 
it didn't feel like they were necessarily, it didn't feel like it was necessarily about me. It felt like it was like, we all like the script. We can all agree on that. You don't have to worry about, about, about little old me here, you yeah. know, <laughs> doing yeah. all this other stuff. Um, and so there was a, there was a, a good attitude, I think about, about that. And then, you know, just mainly because of Vic and, and, the, and all the actors, but, but especially Vic, because we spent so much time together, being able to just check in with the other actors and trust them and sort of go like, are we, are we where we need to be? Is the vibe right? Um, you know, uh, actors, um, you know, maybe this is going to sound uh, like I'm getting high on my own supply here, but actors are good directors and, mm. uh, and actors know, you know, they're, they're uh, an actor's job is to sort of like, you know, it's, it's not just to say your lines. It's not just to be 100% honest. It's also to kind of know what's going on and know your environment and know your tone. And we mm. were just so lucky between people who were local like, you know, Akasha and Brian, who play Hilda and our security guard and John Goulson, you know, all these people popping in for one day, Korea Dominguez, uh, uh, you know, or people who are my friends, who are like masters of the craft by any, you know, people like, like uh, Tracy Toms, uh, an old friend of mine, or Doug Benson, old friend of mine, um, mm -hmm. you know, the, the Josh Rubin, our producer, and also a great actor in a, in, a, in a lovely scene in the movie. I mean, you know, point being is that everybody seemed like they knew kind of where we needed to be. And so I was able to take a lot from that. I was able to look to them. Yeah. Well, uh, and I've heard from quite a few people that they say that like casting is most of the, the work. Like once you cast the right people, you, you do less work. And it, it yeah. sounds like that might've been what happened. Yeah, there was a, a, I was very lucky, you know, that, that I'd been on the other side of things enough times that I felt like, you know, I was able to disassociate and kind of take like a bird's eye view and sort of say, hey, you know, if the tables were turned, would I like this situation, you know, would I, you know, <laughs> yeah. would I be comfortable? Would I, you know, want to work with this person and sort of, you know, cause I mean, meeting an actor for the first time as a filmmaker, or meeting a filmmaker for the first time as an actor, it's sort of like, you know, it's, 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 it's like a blind date, you know, you just, you don't know each other. You're just going in and sort of shaking someone's hand and saying, you know, do we, do we even like each other? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you're, you're kind of like, um, like either that that whole like chemistry and I'm not talking about like romantic chemistry, but just like chemistry between people yeah. in general, you know, are you the type of person that I can trust and work with? Because trust is a big, important, a big, important part of particularly as actors, but also as directors, you know, That's can it. you trust this person? Yeah. yeah. And, you know, when you're working on a, on a low budget and you're working on a tight schedule, I mean, People have to want to be there, mm -hmm. you know, and that is really the job of the, of the director. The job of the director is to create an environment that people want to be in and, and do their best work and feel like they belong. Um, and so I think if, um, if, if you're not concentrating on that, you've sort of already lost the thread. Yeah. And um, the, the particular, like, there's kind of a core like theme or, part of the plot that seems very heartfelt to you like um the origin of uh of francis uh, the origin of francis where he came where he comes from and you know who he is as a person or who he, who he used to be 
Um, and one thing that I found interesting is that Francis's love of, uh, well, he always plays Wagner. And Wagner was not a very nice person. <laughs> yeah. So um, I just wanted to ask you that particular part of the character, um, you know, when he tells his story during the Holocaust, um, how uh, it, it seems like it's kind of a heartfelt part of the story, really heartfelt part of the story. I, I just wanted to ask you about that, like whatever you have to say about it. You know, I don't I don't want to put like my um, my thoughts on it. I just want to hear what you have to say. Well, I appreciate that. Uh you know, I, I felt like, um, when I became a dad and I had kids, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fifth generation New York Jew, uh, which is its own kind of culture. Um, but, uh, very long story short, I, I felt like I had a, a responsibility to sort of share, you know, my heritage and my culture with my kids. Um, and especially over the last few years, there's been so much, anti-Semitism and racism and sexism and just general discrimination of anybody who does not fit into the, um, uh, uh, the, the conventional sort of, uh, white male, uh, paradigm, um, that I felt like I was able to maybe speak on my experience and hopefully talk about feelings that a lot of other people have. Mm -hmm. um, that, that are their own experiences, but the feelings are the same. Right. And so if we can connect on the, on that level, if we can connect on the feelings and all of a sudden we realize that we're all in it together and we all want the same stuff. Right. Um, mm -hmm. and so that was just, that was my way in. And, um, and I was, I was honored to do it. And it felt like, you know, it was sort of a more serious point that I should kind of hit, um, you know, in the inclusion of Wagner, I'm a big Wagner fan. Of course, it's very strange. You know, Wagner is probably the world's second most famous anti-Semite, you know, I mean, it, yeah. you know, not a nice guy. And, and, and I thought the idea, you know, that, that, you know, I could reclaim this, that I could say, I like this and that this character could like this and that it, it doesn't have to be about hatred. It can actually be about sort of how, what does this mean to me as a mm -hmm. person who just loves art? And can I make this art about my joy as opposed to about something that hates me? Yeah. I was kind of, you know, I, I had my idea about it, but I was just kind of wondering, I just kind of wanted to ask you. I appreciate get your it. Un, get your unfiltered take. Because it, it seems, yeah, I think it's really important that people do things like that, that they bring their own experience and they show people how that feels for them. Because, and I agree, like a lot of what's going on right now, it all comes from the same place, you know, the, the you know, whether it's, you know, uh, someone who is anti-Semitic or someone who's anti-LGBTQ or anti-Latino, anti-Black, it, it, it's all basically from the same place. And, and uh, if we can all like understand each other's feelings, I think it would be better off if we like understood each other and like work together. I agree. Yeah. So, but uh, that's, it's a lovely thing to say about the Wagner because it is beautiful music. It's just, the man is, yeah. 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 <laughs> but, not yeah, a good, not I, a good I, guy. 
Yeah, I, I'm glad that you you that you feel that way and that you that's what you wanted to do with it. I was just curious. Yes. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else coming up? Um, I know Glass Onion. But, uh, Glass uh, Onion drops today as well. I have a, a small fun role in that. Um, and uh, you know, I just uh, we're trying to put together another another movie. Me and and uh, and my pals. You know, you cool. you find people that you work with and you want to keep working with them. So hopefully, we'll have something soon to to talk about okay cool and uh, yeah. well, thank you yeah thank, thank you, you so much for speaking with me i really appreciate it and cool car can i ask what type i'm not a car person that's the, the car of the movie it? it's a yes. 1969 barracuda fastback Ooh, nice nice yeah. and the guitar I, the guitar is not a nice guitar. It's like, a, it's just like the thing I, I, I keep around when I'm bored and I just, you know, I'm not a good guitar player or anything. It's just, uh, <laughs> it's there to just make me look like a cool guy who knows how to play the guitar. <laughs> well, and I noticed, I did remember that you did, um, did you compose or sing on one of the songs in the film? I wrote some of the lyrics to one of the songs that plays in the, uh, in the background of the motel scene. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it's all part of our, our expression, you know, and, it and is, you can it say, is. well, uh, maybe uh, you don't feel as strong with music, but that's how you get better. You just keep doing it. You got to keep doing it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you learn more every time, but yeah, that's all yeah. art. Anyway, thank you so much for speaking with me and have a great uh, you holiday. You too. You too, Dolores. Okay. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.